Right. If you'd like a voice that's easy, expressive and human, if you want to deliver your words in a way that really makes your listener feel something, you know, and if you want a clearer voice during hay fever season, cold and flu season and even... Yikes, I've sung too loud at a Bon Jovi concert season. (laughs) Then join me for Mouth to Mic. It's my new online voice training programme that comes with its own private community of voice gigs, just like you. For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. Welcome to the Voice Coach Podcast, here for all your speaking voice training and guidance. My name is Nick Redman and I am offering you all sorts of nuggets of wisdom on how to keep your voice in good working order and a true representation of who you are. So if you're a podcaster, presenter, actor, speaker or voiceover artist or a general voice geek, you're in good hands. Shall we get started? Right, welcome back. Now today I want to talk vocal stamina i.e. making sure your voice is clear, consistent, efficient and working as safely as much as you need it to. It's really easy to assume that your voice will just sort of hold out and be fine, especially if you speak mostly on a microphone, because it's not about being loud or heard in a massive theatre or an outdoor speaking environment. But if you're narrating a long audiobook to a deadline and, you know, you need to get six hours of speaking in a day or you're batch recording podcast episodes or you're presenting all day at a conference, your voice may get a wee bit tired. So here are three tips for reducing vocal tiredness and encouraging vocal stamina. No messing today. We're getting straight into it. (laughs) Tip number one. I'm going to have a wee drink to start with. Hydration. (laughs) Yeah, of course. But number one tip is a good general approach to a voice care routine. Now, yes, you need a wee warm up. Now, that can literally be five minutes, doesn't have to be long. You need a vocal reset intermittently to do during your speaking session. So a couple of exercises just to help reset things. And you may want to try a vocal cool down as well when you're finished as part of your voice care routine. But your voice care routine also, you know, needs to make time for vocal rest, for example. So five minutes of every hour, just Just like don't speak at all. Just shush. Give it a nice rest. And you should also be looking after yourself generally too. You know, voice care is a completely holistic, aka mind, body and voice are all connected. (laughs) So if you're shattered and run down generally, your voice is going to suffer. If you're stressed, anxious and holding a lot of physical tension in the body and the mind, then you're going to find speaking a lot harder. Similarly, if you're not looking after your body with decent grub and a wee bit of exercise, get those steps in and hydrating well, drink. Mm. (laughs) You're going to find your voice isn't as happy as it could be. So check the diet, check the lifestyle. End of TED Talk. (laughs) Right, point number two is don't get stuck in that well-trodden myth that you need to be taking big breaths all the time. You know, it's not like take a big breath and away you go. Speaking doesn't need that much air. 
And if you're sucking in huge amounts of air that you don't need, what you're actually doing is increasing what's called the subglottic air pressure. Ooh, fancy. I know I've got three degrees, don't you know? Uh, But that's basically the pressure from the air that you take into your lungs as it comes and pushes up underneath the vocal folds. Because all the air wants to do when it gets in the lungs is get out. doesn't really care what you're going to do with it. It's just pressure. It needs to come out again. And if there's too much subglottic air pressure, i.e. you've taken a big old chest full of air that you really don't need, what you're doing is your wee vocal folds above that airflow have to work really hard to vibrate and regulate the airflow to create voice, which causes unnecessary tension in the vocal folds and in and around the laryngeal area and also like the chest and the shoulders and things, you're essentially making speaking harder than it needs to be because the vocal folds are having to work harder than they really want to. So, Reflect on whether you're a big breath before speaking person and if so, try to change the approach to breathing out first, just letting it all go and then release your belly and just let the lungs refill as much as the body thinks it needs to for the next thought that you're speaking. Just see if that feels any nicer on the old folds as it were. And tip three, let it go. And by it, I mean tension. So the one thing that's going to make speaking harder for you than it needs to be or harder than might feel comfortable is tension in the body, the breath, the articulators. Like we need some tension to keep us upright and we need some tension to help us form words and all that kind of thing. Some tension is positive and necessary, but a lot of it is excess tension that we don't need. And it gets in the way of our vocal freedom and our breath freedom. So when you're warming up, you need to be stretching and releasing tension in the articulators and in the body itself. You need to really be thinking about your alignment as well. So your posture on the microphone and making sure that's efficient, thinking long and wide in the body, keeping it dynamic and fluid so that your muscles can release as much as possible and allow that tummy to release on the in-breath, allow the ribs to move on the in-breath and allow the voice to do what it needs to do freely. So release some tension. And those are your three tips. Well, that was quick, wasn't it? Just a recap. You need a good voice care routine with a warm-up, cool-down, resets, sure, decent diet and lifestyle. Check in on the stress, check in on the anxiety. What can you do just to bring yourself back down a wee bit? Careful not to use too much breath. That was tip number two. And number three, just get rid of as much tension and holding in the body as is possible and necessary before you flop and melt to the ground like a piece of gloop. (laughs) Piece of gloop. That's not the sentence I thought was going to come out there. But you know what? Let's go with it. It might feel like a lot to think about. So remember, the Vocal Empowerment Programme is open for booking until 9pm UK time this evening. Basically, that's my six-week online, live, interactive, brilliant course, which helps you with all this stuff. It helps you get to know your voice, guides you through the process of understanding your voice and how it works. It equips you with all the exercises you could possibly need to work on the alignment and the breath and release of tension and vocal variety and delivery and clarity and articulation and all that brilliant stuff that you need in your prep routine. And it has guest expert Kate Cocker to share tips for setting good habits after the course so that you do the stuff that you're learning. It's perfect. It's perfect. 
And if you're in the zone to work on your voice, which, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you are, congratulations, then you must do it. End of TED Talk 2. <laughs> right. The link to get your place is in the show notes or just visit my website, nickredmanvoice.com, and then click on the Voice Coach tab and then scroll down to Courses and Retreats. See you there. Or should I say, hear you there? Hmm. <laughs> Great. All right. Bye for now. Go get your spot. Go before registrations close. <laughs> P.S. Dehydrated. Yes, I said it again. Thanks for listening to the Voice Coach Podcast. For even more support with your speaking voice, head on over to our free community, The Voice and Accent Hub on Facebook. See you in there.